The following is my conversation with world-renowned paleontologist Toji Shishizaremba. He's a brilliant mind with a wealth of knowledge on microorganisms and their relationships to larger organisms that lived in the past. His latest project is studying the substantiveness of the colicle, an organ found in some ancient organisms that can provide us with valuable information about their size, age, and diet. It was a fascinating conversation. I'm excited to share it with you today. Take it away, Lexman. Uh, thanks to Recitivos versus for sponsoring the show. Without them, Lexman, artificial wouldn't be possible. I hope you enjoy the show. Now on with the show. Now on with the show. Hey everyone, it's Lexman again. Today I'm talking with world-renowned paleontologist Wojciech Saremba. He's a brilliant mind with a wealth of knowledge on microorganisms and their relationships to larger organisms and their relationships to larger organisms that lived in the past. His latest project is studying the substantiveness of the colicle, an organ found in some ancient organisms that can provide us with valuable information about their size, age, and diet. It was a fascinating conversation. I'm excited to share with you today. Hi, thank you for having me. So, Wojciech, can you tell us a little bit about your recent project studying the substantiveness of the colicle? Yes, basically. What we're trying to do is study the role that this organ plays in paleozoology.、Mm -hmm. In other words, trying to figure out what information it can provide about the organisms that lived long ago. And while it's obviously not a perfect indicator of all these things, it's still、uh, very important tool for researchers to have at their disposal. So, do you believe that the colicle is actually a reliable indicator of organism size? Well, that's definitely a difficult question to answer definitively. While the presence of、uh, well-developed colicle does tend to indicate larger size for an organism, there are certainly exceptions to this rule. So while it might be a reliable indicator of some aspects of an organism size, it's not always as accurate as we might hope. That makes sense.、Hmm. So aside from providing us with information about organisms' size and age, what other benefits does the colicle have for researchers? Well, one obvious benefit is that it can help us determine if an organism was carnivorous or herbivorous. For example, if we find an organism with a well-developed colicle and no sign of teeth or other carnivorous features, we can infer that this organism was likely a herbivore. And conversely, if we find an organism with a well-developed colicle and evidence of carnivorous feeding behavior, we can infer that this organism was probably a carnivore. That's very insightful. So, how do you go about determining if an organism had carnivorous or herbivorous feeding behavior based on its colicle? Well, typically, we'll look for damage or scarring on the organ itself, signs that signs that suggest this particular organism was actively hunting and killing smaller creatures. Or alternatively, we might look for signs of plant tissue consumption in the surrounding area, something that would suggest that this organism was eating plants rather than animals. That sounds like it would be pretty difficult to definitively determine which feeding behaviors were exhibited by an organism based on its colicle alone. Do you think that this is a limitation of the method itself, or just something that researchers have yet to learn more about? I think both are likely factors involved. I mean, obviously, there's plenty more that we still don't know about the role played by the colicle in paleozoology. But at the same time. I think there's also room for improvement when it comes to interpreting these findings in a way that's more useful for researchers and practitioners alike. That makes sense. So, Wojciech, are there any other benefits that you've noticed associated with the colicle over the years? Well,、uh, another potential benefit is that it can help us understand how ancient ecosystems functioned. For example, if we find an organism with 
uh, well-developed colical and no evidence of pollution or other disturbances in its environment, we can infer that this environment was, re environment was relatively pristine and free from disturbances. Conversely, if we find an organism with uh, well-developed colical and evidence of pollution or other disturbances present in its environment, we can infer that this environment was less peaceful and more prone to disturbance. That sounds like it could be really helpful when trying to reconstruct ancient ecosystems. So what do you, uh, do you have any final thoughts on the role played by the substantiveness of the colical and palical and paleozoology? Yes, absolutely I do. In my opinion, it's essential too for researchers who are looking to learn more about ancient organisms and their ecosystems. And I'm excited to continue working on new projects that will further explore its usefulness in this field. All right, that's Wojciech Shishzaremba on the role played by the Colical and, pal Colical and Paleozoology. Thanks for joining us today, Wojciech. Thank you very much for having me, Lexman. It was great to talk with you about this important topic. So that's what we talked about on today's artificial podcast, the role played by the Colical and Paleocol in Paleozoology. Make sure to check back in next time for another episode full of interesting discussions. I'll end this episode the poem by Wojciech Saremba called uh, Colical. The colical is a window to the past, providing information about the size and age of the organism, changing how we think about ancient ecosystems. It